uh, do I have to call you that? I said, not if you don't have to. You know, I gave her that choice, you know. Yeah. I gave her that choice. I said, I'm not trying to uh, confuse you or anything. You know, she was like, no, it's not confusing. She said, well, I would rather call you that. You know what I'm saying? You look more like my dad anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, cool. So yeah. you're cool. You know, she was like, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. what's up everybody and welcome to the queerly black show i'm your host ashley and i'm so happy you came by the queerly black show aims to normalize the everyday existence of black lgbtqia plus individuals through an interview style series with regular folks like you and me so every week a new guest shares their story and unique perspective on their existence as an lgbtqia plus individual thank you for tuning in and make sure you subscribe download set your reminders to the podcast so you never miss an episode enjoy the show Welcome back to another episode of the Quirly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley. I'm joined today by a very special guest. We got Makari in the building. Makari, introduce yourself Hello. to the people. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? My name is Makari Royster. Um, 29 years old. Trans man. Happy to be here. Hey, let's get it on. Hey, let's get it. Where you from? I'm from um, North Carolina originally. North Carolina. What part? Um, small town <laughs> called Stovall, North Carolina. Oh, no, no. And it's right on the edge of Virginia, too, um, right there by Clarksville and Red Oak, Virginia. So all the Marys are right there. It's all together. Dope, yeah. dope. All right. Well, let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. So <laughs> when, when, uh, when, when did you know that you, uh, where, where, when did you know that, um, you might be different than everybody else? Um, I want to say when I was about maybe in elementary school, so uh, I guess the age range would be like maybe 10, 10, 11. I felt a little different, um, had a little crushes on girls, changing my name to be, you know, more masculine, uh, acting like I was somebody else, <laughs> just to tell them, like, I mean, I was out of fear of saying, like, hey, I like you, but that was my way of saying, like, hey, I like you, but without, without really saying it, yo. So that was that elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So when did you uh so at this time, like I mean elementary is pretty young, but like um did you already feel like you identified more as a man a man then or when did that come into to your journey? Um I did, but I didn't know what it was, of course. Um, even in middle school, I always felt different, you know. So that's when I just started identifying as um, a masculine woman, you know, because, I mean, I didn't really know, well, lesbian or stud back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these terms you have now, I didn't know about that I can be who I am now. So, but um, but I always, deeper down inside, I felt different. I always was running with the boys. I ain't want to be with the girls at all because I felt like I was part of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, when when was your first kind of conversation about uh, like your sexuality? So coming out to your parents or like having those conversations and what did they look like? Um, if we speak in terms of uh, coming out as a lesbian um, back then, um, it, it was it was rough. Uh, I just I just started really I just started dressing like, you know, more masculine and, you know, Back then, you know, you couldn't do it. It was forbidden, especially in the country. You cannot mm-hmm. do it. So it was really, I didn't even get to tell anybody, but my aunt, I just told her, I was like, look, I'm not really happy. Um, this is what I want to be. This is how I want to dress. You know what I mean? And she was like, well, you know, 
do you. Um, I support you and we can go talk to your mom. That's when I was, you know, like I said, it's coming out as lesbian then, but um, we did that. And I mean, it didn't go well for a while, um, but after a while she got with the program, we, hey, it is what it is. Yeah. But uh, if we speaking on terms of me coming out as a trans man now, uh, that happened maybe, it's been like 2018, I wanted to um, change then. I wanted to uh, identify as a male because I've always still felt different, felt like something was missing. And so that's when I went on in this, um, I was like, hey, about what, 2000, last year, 2021? I was like, okay, I can't do this no more. Uh, I told my family, I mean, I'm 29 years old. So I told my family, I was like, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna stick with it. Um, hopefully y'all stick, stick around, if y'all don't, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, yeah, corner, we all good. I explained to her, it's here. Yeah. So, so going back to, to your coming out as a lesbian and being from the South and, you know, that being hard, what, what kind of, were there other people around you that looked like you or were you kind of like a lone wolf a little bit? Um, it was a little bit of mixture. Um, I seen others that looked like me, then, um, I didn't, um, only when I moved to a certain, a, a bigger town, that's when I seen more people that looked like me. And I was like, yeah, this is this is what I've been wanting to do like for a while. But in the smaller town, you know, nobody was doing that. that you mm -hmm. know, it was, you know, what they call us the baby studs back then. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, so yeah, it took me to move to uh you know, broaden my horizon a little bit and seeing different different people. So that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. Where'd you get the confidence to do that when before you moved? Like where did that confidence come? instead of like kind of going along with what everybody else is doing, where did the confidence come for you to just say, you know, I want to dress a little different? Um, actually, when I got, I ain't gonna lie, when I got the approval with my aunt, cause I was tired of hiding and changing clothes and, mm -hmm. or I had to get my clothes back to my brothers and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I was tired of doing that for a while. So when I came out to my aunt and I was, just, you know, kind of, you know, cried to her, let her know, I was like, I just can't do it no more. I'm tired of being, I feel like I'm being two people. I don't want to dress like this. I don't want to do that. So basically back home before I, before we moved, um, before we moved to that bigger town. So that's what happened. It, yeah, it had to happen. I was like, boom, I can't do this no more. You know, people, you know, they didn't understand. They thought I was, I was confused, I was flip-flopping, but they just don't know what went on at home, whether mm -hmm. I had to even come out, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yep, here we are. Yeah. For sure, for sure, man. So then transitioning, right? So let's talk about that. Um, because I think that <clears throat> some people think it starts when you start taking drugs. And mm -hmm. the truth is it starts way before that. So uh, talk about your journey in terms of where did it start for you? Obviously, being a masculine presenting woman, it starts with the clothes and kind of how you present. And then it usually goes to, you know, uh, you know, the pronouns now. Um, and, you, you know, sometimes people get a nickname or like they'll shorten their name to make it kind of something. So talk about your process of like getting to today of, of taking testosterone. All right. All uh... right. And like I said, in my younger days, um, I did used to get people to call me a different name. Uh, it was Ruby. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of that. And I was like, all right, Ruby, you know what I'm saying? So I wanted that. It sounded masculine. 
um, to me at the time. And hey, I just started putting the clothes on. And I made, you know, I wear that name. It was it came a part of me. Um, and I really, really still felt unhappy deep down inside, but I didn't know how to explain it. I didn't know how to tell nobody because I didn't know what, exactly what it was. You know what I'm saying? So um, I remember at the time telling my, uh, my ex-girlfriend, you know, I had seen, like, it was like, what, 2019, I had seen um, a trans man that um, he has a big, pretty big uh, platform and I saw him on YouTube and I was like, Yo, I mean, everything he's saying is what I'm feeling right now. You know what I mean? It's like, so I had a conversation with her, you know, of course she shot it down. It's like, no, when do you do that? You know, doing this, doing that, you go to hell. I'm like, how, how you gonna say that right now? And you, and you dating me, you know? If I'm going, you going too. So what you talking about? <laughs> but it is what it is, but, um, uh. but yeah, so. It angle. It took a while. It took a while because I was still living unhappy, still living as um, a masculine presenting woman at the time. So um, it just took. It took time. Like, and then, like I said, in twenty one, um, I was just tired. I don't. I don't know. Like, I just was so sick and tired. I was like, I'm feeling depressed every day. I'm not happy. Something's missing. Like, so when I really figured out what it is, that I'm not who I am. You know what I'm saying? So when I did that, and I just took that leap of faith, didn't care if people were gonna judge me, I knew it was gonna come with, and I just did what I had to do, man. Just yeah. did what I had to do. Yep. So, so talk about that, that, that lovely first day of taking testosterone. Do you remember that day? Yes. Like Leaving yesterday. the doctor, kind of <laughs> like, you know, talk a little bit about the process of getting, um, you know, the medication and just, the you know things that you may have had to go through from an insurance standpoint or from you know you're getting a doctor and stuff like that Let's talk a little bit about that uh that process for yourself okay um at first um it was a little rough because i didn't have insurance um but i was working but i didn't have insurance and then um when i decided i said i wanted that bad and i was going to pay for it um i was in i was living in uh tampa at the time uh you know, some of them doctors, local doctors was, you know, the nurses really, they was rude. I mean, you know, didn't, I had so many questions they didn't want to answer them. They was just cutting short. And I'm just like, wow. And it's been like a couple months in now. And I'm like, man, I'm ready to start now. You know what I mean? So I'm gonna figure out something. So I happened to Google, Google, Google. And I talked to a couple of uh, friends that's already on their journey. And um, then I found uh, Fox Health on there. Um, and they, uh, it was so easy, um, you know, pay a little fee of that every month. Um, they ship it out to you. You have your, uh, you know, FaceTime conversation with them. And hey, they don't make you have a letter or anything, you know what I'm saying? They just, they believe you. I mean, you say that's what you are. You shouldn't have to have a letter and go through all this process. You know what I mean? I get it, change their minds. But I mean, if you say who you are, who you are, I mean, I, sh I feel like you should just give it to them, you know what I mean? Right. So um, went through that and then um, they shipped it. It shipped three months supplies to you for a fair price. And then, hey, I was so happy when I What's seen that. That box is dope. I mean, it had the needle and everything on it, blacked out. And then um, I sit there, uh, my friend actually, um, he was, he's been like, what? He was like two or three years on his journey. When I met him, um, he came over and did uh, his shot with me. So we, you know, nice. we shared. We did that, man. 
that moment. I even tear it up a little bit. So that moment yeah. felt that felt first great. that first one. Yeah, that's what's <laughs> up, and it has some support. You know, like to have somebody going through it with you. Uh, right. Talk about the changes that you experienced going through it, right? Because I think it's definitely a happy thing, but I know that there's you know some good changes that happen and then there's some some challenges that sometimes people don't expect so talk about like the good things and the bad things that you experience okay um even now yeah. still right because you're still you know taking it so like talk about you know just like what you experience right um good things um of course uh just you know you get your voice changed you know, it's don't happen to everybody but um you, you expect you know voice changing uh more uh muscles uh more uh hair facial hair i mean your face even gets like narrow more than you know round um i don't know i like my shoulders being broad like <laughs> i love mm -hmm. the physical aspect of it and then just feeling good in the inside that they completion you know what i mean because it's, it's becoming one it's become it's becoming one for you with you so it's like man it feels good but um but the downside on it, now you do have mood swings. You know what I mean? Like I, I sometimes I get moody. I don't want to deal with no. <laughs> I was like, I, not today. Yeah, I just can't do it. You know, at first I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know how to process. It's like a teenager when they, you know, they come through. Normal changing, yeah. Normal changing. Everything is happening real fast. You like, man, what's going on? Why is this happening? Why is mm -hmm. that happening? But now I get it. I understand. <laughs> so i mean it can be hard and when i get like that i i get to myself or i pray or i rather speak to my therapist you know and so just to get through the moments yeah. but but that's the only uh really downside i have me personally have for me and I'm, I'm doing better with it now i'm coping with it so and i know when i get like that I just get to myself a little bit take a deep breath do what i gotta do i'm good yeah yeah, that's dope. So now you have a daughter. Yes. Uh, talk about your your daughter. Is this is this your biological daughter? Did you yes. have her uh, previously? Yes, I, I had her um 2014 on my birthday, actually. Oh, dope. You have the same birthday. Yeah, Lord. That's lit. <laughs> How old is she? Uh, she's seven. Nice. That's what's up. Dang, you share a birthday. I don't, I don't think I have met anybody who had the same birthday as their kid. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I tried, I tried to hold. I was like, ah, and it's like, nah, she coming on. She now. coming. Yeah. <laughs> no turn up birthdays for you no more. <laughs> oh, I'm going to celebrate at night. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, so talk about that. I mean, she's obviously young. So, um, you know, what does that look like for her in terms of you and hers relationship? And then, um, navigating through you your transition and her obviously going through life and you know making friends and going through school and trying to figure life out herself uh talk right. about that process um she's she's okay with it you know at first um you know like she had a lot of questions for me you know like oh questions like oh i can't call you mom anymore or why you want to do this? Uh, can you please explain? Or you know, why you you know why do you feel like this? She had a lot of questions, very very mm -hmm. curious lady, and you know, and I just had to sit her down and just had a, a real conversation. I mean, of course, I did it in, in somewhere she can understand, mm -hmm. but uh, 
and then after I set it down and told her and and she got it, she was like, okay, so, but uh, do I have to call you that? I said, not if you don't have to, you know, I gave her that choice, you know what yeah. I mean? I gave her that choice. I said, I'm not trying to uh, confuse you or anything. And, you know, she was like, no, it's not confusing. She said, well, I would rather call you that. You know what I'm saying? You look more like my dad anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, cool. So you yeah. cool? You know, she was like, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. So then she's been calling me that. That's dope. That's dope. How do you deal with, like, I mean, the public in terms of just like, I mean, do you get any type of questions or people like, oh, where's her mom? And, you know, all these type of stuff. Like, how do you deal with that type of stuff? And obviously you have a public platform now being on Instagram, being more visible. You can talk about that as well. Right. Um, That was that can be challenging a little bit um, because especially okay, especially where I was from. It's like me having to explain, like, okay, I especially put in the school system, like, okay, uh, well, they like, where's her mom? Do you have full custody? Da, 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 da. I mean, they was going in on me. I'm like, God, I'm just thinking, like, this is what cisgender black men have to go through. Mm-hmm. Was, mm-hmm. Like, y'all just want everything. But I end up just having to break it down and tell them. Yeah. And it was, oh, okay, so, you know. That's what you want me to address your ass. Some of them was with it. Some of them was still trying to be disrespectful mm-hmm. and say, ma'am, or, you know, um, your mom and all that. After I told them and broke it down, some of them just, just disrespectful. But um, it was challenge- challenging for some, but some, they just caught on. You know, this is a new world, man. Yeah. 1937. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's like, once so, you explain it, it's like, let's let's keep moving. Right, let's let's can we please go? But you know, just not make it uncomfortable for you. You know, what I mean? yeah. Sorry, uncomfortable enough. I gotta kind of explain it to you. You know what I'm saying? In a way that you understand. But you know, it is what it is. But yeah, uh, for sure. but, I, but I still I understand. So I don't have any problems with providing that information. I don't have any problems with providing any other documents they need to see. I don't. I shouldn't have to go through that. I should just say what I should say, and that's what it is. But it is what it is. So yeah, yeah. Um, progress. <laughs> Trying to get there. <laughs> Miracle. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, whew, crazy man, crazy. Um, so talk about dating as a trans man. How's that like? It sucks. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's okay. I mean, not single, but like right now, single. Uh, not saying it's not hard to. Like talks or go and you know, take them on a date, but it's just hard because they're trying to understand, and some of them don't want to understand. And I met some that was disrespectful, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, calling me out my pronouns on purpose, I was like, "Yeah, block." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I block Big you. Time. Yeah, but um, other than that, I mean, it's okay, but it's, it can be hard because some people will just see you as a fetish, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and not for you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, nah, girl, you just trying to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I ain't looking for just trying to see what's going on over here. Yeah, you want to you want to scratch your little itch. Right. <laughs> you want to ask crazy questions. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, people crazy, man. People be walling up. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. But um, do you think that also uh because you still you still live in a, in North Carolina, right? Just in a different part. Oh, no. I'm in um, DC now. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. That's yeah. Oh, well, DC is DC is lit. 
<laughs> yeah, I lived in DC for a while. We went to um my wife and I went to Howard. So we were out there for for a couple of years, um, like five, five, six years actually. Stayed a couple of years after. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, DC's lit. Um chocolate city, not so chocolate no more, but you know. <laughs> I see it. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, nah, not so chocolate no more. Um, but I got one more question for you. Um, as we as we kind of wrap, I, I just want to ask you, just like based on everything that you've experienced, um, things that you've been through in your process, uh, what advice would you have for somebody going through their own transition? Um, hey, I say keep doing you and just stick it out, regardless of of people um if you need help processing get a therapist if you don't feel safe get somebody find somebody that's safe to talk to just be you regardless of what somebody say you know what i mean don't let them don't let them put you down yeah. keep going for sure for sure man that's what's up man hey man thank you again for coming through and sharing your story man it's it's super inspiring just to see people continuing to live in their truth and uh not be afraid of um, what the world might say and what people might think. And I think it's, it's just, it's so empowering, you know, for, for us to keep just pushing forward. Right. And just keep, keep, keep this thing going as, as hard as it is, you know? So thank you. Thank you. Seriously. Thank you. Um, man, tell the people where they can find you. Um, shot me, got me on Instagram, um, at shot 92, uh, Facebook, um, a shot roster. Uh, that's all I got. I don't do the Twitter and all yeah. that. <laughs> Word up. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, you know. <laughs> all right. Hey, Makari, thank you for coming through, man. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank I'm you your host, that. Ashley. Y'all already noticed another episode of the Queerly Black Show. I'm going to catch y'all on the next one. Peace.